0: Three, two, one. Who
2: charted?
3: It's time for episode six twenty nine of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached checkpoint playoffs on the road to Summer twenty twenty three. I'm your host H Michael Cray, aka Chart Link Later. And with me, as always, is Brett Morris, a.k.a. Starred.
1: What's up, Starred? How's it going, man? We got clear skies ahead for the next week. Yeah, so feeling pretty good about that. No more walking in the rain to Ralph's.
3: Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I still feel like I'm like, uh, you know, it's like after a traumatic experience, you're still yeah. not like, you don't bounce back right away. I feel like that's what's going on with the rain. This is our first day in LA of seeing sunlight in like, uh, two weeks or something. Yeah. And so we're all like, uh, traumatized like, uh, What was that movie room where they're trapped in the, uh, plastic tubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you like that You know what that. I'm talking about? It's like that <laughs> It's trauma But uh, here comes our guest You know him As Richie On Minx On Stars. We're excited to have him here on the charts Please welcome in Oscar Montoya Hey! Hey!
0: What's right up, now, fellas? Oscar.
3: Good to see you How's it going? Yeah, welcome. Great hey. to see you here. We're excited to have you. Good to be. Here. And uh, are you dry for the first time in a fortnight?
4: You know, it's funny because I just came back from Portland. Oh, I spent okay. the holidays in Portland, and y'all had it really bad. And it only rained one day while I was there. Oh my god! <laughs> so I completely That's the best missed timed the
3: rain. <laughs> La to Portland trip in the history of yeah trips. maybe.
4: And it was intense. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw videos and it was really crazy.
3: It really was.
4: Meanwhile, I was uh, like literally soaking up the sun over there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, floodwaters here. Stuff was floating away. The beauty of it is when you <laughs> go, you wake up in the morning to take a walk, everything laying in the street is clean. <laughs> you know? It's just not as much dirty garbage laying around. Yeah, you can pick up whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> cans. Yeah. It's, it's like an
1: Easter egg hunt.
3: Yeah. <laughs> You find a lot of great stuff after the rain, but uh, yeah, it was—it's pretty crazy. Everybody always calls from around the country to see if you're doing okay, and yeah. this time it was like, yeah, maybe like this call was warranted. Actually, this yeah. time for the first time,
1: I just feel bad. Are all of your roofs okay? Your ceilings? Because I know a lot of people who got you know sprung a leak, and it's always oh, the okay. worst time
3: to spring a leak. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm I'm dry. I got I I should be thankful. I mean, there you know, for when you see like, you know, every neighborhood has its homeless people. There's this guy that always comes by in a leather jacket, and I'm just like, oh, what's leather jacket guy? I mean, it's got to be tough. So, yeah, I'm just thankful to be Gosh, indoors. Can you
4: imagine the rain hitting the leather jacket? It, it's ruined.
3: It's ruined.
1: Yeah, yeah that leather, leather jacket's yeah. long gone.
3: Yeah, what do you tell yourself? <laughs> Bad stuff. well we're glad you're back we're glad you're safe and dry and uh, we're, we're gonna be counting down some stuff today and uh, first off I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap the history of recorded music right here real quick as we get into the music chart. Music We used to play LPs. Sets and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs, tunes. All right. Caught you up there on music. And what's (laughs) our uh, chart this week? Yeah, we're going to go back to the old Shazam
1: chart. Okay. It looks like it's gotten mixed up a little bit since we last looked.
3: Right on. Oscar, do you use Shazam?
4: I don't. Um, Should I? I use uh, typically, I'm a Siri per. I just go like, hey, Siri, what the fuck is this? Oh, there you right. go. Straight yeah. to Siri. Yeah. Are they attached everything. to Shazam? Is it Siri via Shazam?
3: Uh, maybe, maybe Siri asks Shazam. You think Shazam? Shir- I don't Siri know. takes
1: <laughs> your question to Shazam?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's
1: quickly opening Shazam.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, people sell stuff on eBay that's from Amazon. So it's just like when you buy it on eBay, they're just buying it on Amazon. Absolutely. It's like the, they're cutting in as the middleman.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I haven't gotten used to that. I, I have Shazam on my front you know, page on my phone. And to me, it's just like I just click it real quick. Oh, it's just easy. I haven't yeah. gotten used to just talking to Siri about it. That's smart, though. Good. I yeah. guess because
3: Shazam was first, so Siri just must have just like. Taking all the tricks and just just ask me because I also can tell you what you know <laughs> the weather is <laughs> or what time it is. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, these are the most Shazam tracks in the United States this week. Coming in at number five. Number five. Fuerza Regida with Bebe Dame.
2: Learned that all wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Which one? Grupo Frontera. And oh yeah, I, these guys video. actually played at uh, at uh, Coachella. I Did think they? these are the ones I really liked. It had like seventeen guys up on stage. Oh, uh, when well, they were taking shots out of the cowboy hat. Yeah, at yeah, the, uh, yeah. I think this is them. This this that song wasn't as exciting as the ones they were playing at Coachella, but they got another chart. That's sort
4: of like entry. their ballad, right? It's it feels like a yeah a love song. You know what I mean? So they're yeah. just easing you into it. You know? Yeah,
3: like when uh, <laughs> you know every every rose has its thorn or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they give you the ballad. Hey, sir, what what chart was this again? This is
1: Shazam. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, coming in at number 4. Number 4. Steven Shan- Sanchez with Until I Found You. I would
2: never fall
3: Shazam was around in the 1950s these these feel like really old uh... is that one from a uh, TV show or something
1: I really have a feeling it is Uh,
4: like a CW show it's giving me CW
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I can't google it in time I'm willing to bet it's from a TV show that just sounds like end credits
3: Right, right out there, you on know. Netflix or, yeah. yeah. It's so hey, funny
4: you, to me. It's just, it's that, like, the legacy of the Lana Del Rey. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, she brought this yeah, sort yeah. of, like, dreamy 60s aesthetic. Yes. And it's interesting to me that, like, that's still happening to this day because Lana seems so...
3: Of another era.
4: Yeah. Or or even just like so 2018 to me. Yeah, that era. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you too. Like that that music doesn't do much for me. I mean, I feel like people are kind of sad and disaffected now. I don't know that that pulls them out of it. Mm, But it's uh, not
4: escape music. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you know the group
1: Lord Huron? Yeah. yeah, they had a song that sounded exactly like that a couple Ooh, years ago. And I like their version of it, but I was actually pretty struck by how identical this was.
3: Wow. And including
1: fired. the uh the, you know, the duet style, like the two voices together. I mean it was the now, same thing.
4: Who's the artist that's credited on that track?
1: Steven Steven Sanchez <laughs> oh, and M Behold. M.
4: Behold. Okay, the letter M or E M?
1: E-M. Sure, for Emily, maybe.
4: Okay, interesting. Interesting. It's giving me like uh, Twin Peaks, but like uh, digestible Twin Peaks. (laughs) Right.
1: Twin Peaks were nothing bad or surreal.
3: (laughs) 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 Friendly Peaks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Interesting. We're getting a lot of like old school throwback. Let's see if this next one sounds like it's from uh, 2023.
1: All right. Coming
3: in at number three.
1: (laughs) This is Miley Cyrus with Flowers.
2: I can buy flowers.
1: Whoa, went back to Sanchez, interrupted Okay, Brett's a fan. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like Miley Cyrus a lot, but I'm not sure about that one. Mm, you
4: like her you know? as a person, as a celebrity?
1: Oh, I don't know her personally. <laughs> uh, I can't I can't speak to Behind Closed Doors, I think, Miley I mean, Cyrus.
3: She's, she's put out more good songs than I ever thought she would. True. I, I, she's definitely above that. She's more you know. like
1: authentically... Um, cool on stage, or, mm. or like her persona is more like gritty or rocking than I than I gave credit to at first. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And she's uh, she's been in some great films, and she's a double threat.
4: Wait, what she's films just, was she in that you liked?
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, Freaky Friday remake. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> there's one where she played like uh, great films. What do you, I mean, you guys know about Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, you don't absolutely. know about her Disney uh, catalog. She did Freaky Friday. She did um, the yeah, Switching one. That's not funny. exactly
1: I the know. Criterion Collection.
3: I know, but listen, I like Party in the USA. <laughs> I did too. I like right. the Climb.
4: I the Climb's like. a great song.
3: Yeah, the Climb's good. Mm-hmm. You got some. Uh, you you got some deep musical knowledge, Oscar. I do. Like yeah, you, you, you know some stuff.
4: I I I'm, I love music. Uh, music. I, I I was a dancer before I did comedy. So
3: oh, okay. I just
4: grew up around music and like especially contemporary dance. So like the slower <laughs> stuff is what I typically dance to. But uh, yeah, no, what, I love what, music. What do you I'm mean? Like what
3: kind of dance? What kind of dancing do you do to slow music?
4: Contemporary. Like you're talking about just like you know whatever you see on like couples <laughs> dancing, or okay. like a performative. No, I wish. No, that's like more like ballroom dancing. <laughs> um, yeah. Contemporary is sort of just like that sort of abstract movement, you know. It's all about okay. the shapes that you make that depending on what the music gives you, you know. Okay. A lot of the bell technique, you know, a lot of swoops, a lot of turns, you know. Yeah. It's sort okay. of frou frou dancing. It's it's frou-frou modern dancing, truly, to be honest with you.
3: And what what, what music, what, what song that we know would you dance to this to? Oh,
4: my gosh. Well, I would l- I would dance Sade. to Alt-J. <laughs> Sh- Reese okay. Blocks was like a staple around the time I was doing, <laughs> did you say Sade? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, that's- I guess so. I feel okay. like that's, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, a little bit of Sade, yeah. But like Alt-R&B, I would dance
3: to a lot. A lot you can great. leave your hat on. Would you do that one? <laughs> Yes.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm about to now. If you can record a go. version of that for me, I will do a, a contemporary dance piece to it. <laughs> All right.
3: Let me warm up. Let's let's do let's do one more entry and then I'll get that together. All right. Coming in number two. Number two.
1: This is Depeche Mode with "Never Let Me what? Down Again." Whoa. The re- Depeche Mode, a remix. Depeche Mode and Digitalism.
3: What song did they remix? It's hard to tell. Yeah. Never Let Me Down Again. My gosh. No. No. I Look, I'm not a huge Depeche Mode fan, although me I give neither. them props for having shitloads of hits. <laughs> more than you remember. But that is not an improvement.
4: No. Not at all.
3: No, they always bummed me out. And
1: then this yeah, is like a totally different feeling. This depressed is just,
3: loads. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what I've been calling them since their first couple hits. I never but, uh, quite
1: understood, like, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, music you like or resonate with somehow is like a voice that's in your head, you know? Like yeah. that's why you like it, because it speaks to something Saying something, you know,
3: some, yeah. And that, I
1: just never quite understand, like, what that guy's voice is supposed to be, like, inside my own. Right, mm. right, no, yeah, like it's just it a strange, like a
3: tone Gregorian to have. chant,
1: Brett. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. It's when you were in, the, lived in the Middle Ages, right? <laughs> yeah, <Gregorian. laughs> In The Middle Ages. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, how
1: do they relate to that that Gregorian chant shit? How would that make yeah. you feel?
3: Dead, <laughs> dead inside. No. uh... Yeah, there, there's some kind of pain they're getting that with their music. There's always some kind of tension in there, but yeah, I, I don't always listen long enough to find out what it's about.
4: <laughs> it's the weird remixes that I'm like not feeling at all. Like it's too, like who's who's shazamming that song? It's you're not less shazamming it for the lyrics. Yeah, I think right.
1: we always get it. We Wait, get one a, entry in the shazam chart. That is probably explained by people going, what the fuck is this? Like, yes. Shazamming it from an angry
3: standpoint or from a confused (laughs) standpoint. Yes. Like they heard there was going to be a Depeche Mode song coming up on Jack FM. And then all of a sudden that (laughs) came out. Wait, what?
1: This isn't. (coughs) Yeah. Siri, turn this off.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Siri, explain this. Explain yourself. Siri, get Shazam on the phone. (laughs) 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 All right. Fun stuff. All right. Coming in at number one
1: Number one Metro Boomin' and The Weeknd with Creepin' This is an actual hit song You could probably dance to this, right?
4: Yeah, this is exactly that kind of music
3: Fuji slowed That's down. Beautiful, yeah. Chopped and fouged. Yeah, it's yeah. the same
1: music as that Fuji song.
3: I know. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know uh, where that one gets. Shazam! Like a, gr- a girl's giving a table, da- uh, a lap dance with the rhino, and then the phone hits the guy's leg. You know, gets Shazam. Wait, I want state. to know what a table dance is. Oh uh, Table dance was the Texas term for it. They didn't call it a lap dance; <laughs> oh, they called really? it a table dance. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I feel like I've heard a song like "Girl Dancing at Your Table." I think it was to cover for what was really going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one. uh, Yeah, it sounded like a real track. It sounded like a modern track. So, well, I just said. I mean, I know it's a
1: hit because on previous weeks on this show, that's turned up on like the Billboard charts, the the main charts. So that's like an actual popular song. Yeah, and it sounds like curious. the weekend.
4: It's not the weekend. Ain't trying to reinvent anything. He's just like, let me stick to <laughs> right. what I know, and it's slow, dreary, and it's a little horny, bad, horny Michael yeah. Jackson. It's horny. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Anti-social, <laughs> exactly.
4: Sad boy R and B. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, an exciting chart. Uh, looks like 2023 will be giving us plenty to listen to, and we'll be right back with the movie chart.
0: That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
4: Whoa, sweet man Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure.
3: Brett Morris, and this is The Movie Chart. Movies, they're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh-wee, movies. These are the movies. There's good ones coming out, horror movies, movies, Animated movies with high scores. It's an exciting time. <laughs> All right, let's get into it.
1: Coming in at number five. Number five. <laughs> this is Plane. Plane. <laughs> I can't believe this is actually on the charts. No <laughs> right. way. Hashtag Plane movie. It's an
3: emergency. Survive together.
1: Okay. I, I mean, I feel bad even spoiling the name of this movie because uh, the way I learned about this was classic where somebody sent me just the trailer and they just said, you got to watch this promise me. You just watch the entire thing to the end. You will not believe the name reveal no. to actually do that and watch this whole piece of shit trailer <laughs> where it seems like it's just like a, almost like a joke of a movie mm-hmm. and it's just war scenes and they're so intense. And then to just call it plain, it's a big laugh. Um I think so. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, so, it's a like passenger
1: or, so, plane white knuckle action movie plane. Uh <laughs> pilot Brody Torrance saves his passengers from a lightning strike by making a risky landing on a war torn island. There's the war.
2: Ah
3: Interesting. Seems like with plane movies they did it with snakes on a plane. Like we can't think of a title. Fuck it. It's a plane movie. And now that's kind of like a standard thing. Like you don't have to come up with a title if you write a plane movie.
4: There's an animated movie called Planes.
3: Yeah, yeah. It just feels
4: too confusing. Yeah, in the universe of cars, there's planes.
3: Yeah. Well that makes sense. I wouldn't have done that. (laughs) Big
4: miss, I
3: think. Big, miss. but it might do well. I don't know. I
1: think I think the whole reason this is even on the charts is because people laughed at the name.
3: It helps. I mean, That's, I think that yeah. name, you know, a stupid name like Sharknado with that kind of movie, it <clears throat> helps. Right, because
1: I really think that that little game that I played went around. Like I think people were sending people the the tweet Claim. about it or whatever. Right, you know, just like you get a get a load of
3: this. <laughs> right, It gets there expected. are butlers in it.
1: Ah, is see the pilot. Him, yeah, I think so. Mm.
3: You know, he's in so many like forgettable of these kind of movies.
4: Yes, the right? um, what's the where the White House movie or something where he's yeah like yeah a,
3: well uh, yeah uh, yeah White House Down or one yeah, of those ones something right like that yes because yeah.
4: there was another one like Olympus has fallen that's essentially yes. the same movie yeah <laughs> but you're totally right it's completely forgettable and you know you're gonna add one There's more to the them. list Mister Butler.
3: Yeah, he's got a bunch. <laughs> he's always plays like a gladiator, but it's not the movie gladiator. You yeah. Know, Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Roman fighter. It's not yeah. silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. This is A Man Called Otto.
0: Fuck away again. Ignore him, Prince. He has no idea who's doing that. Well, it was one of you. <laughs> You cannot use this road without a permit. Have a nice day, sir. You know, the other guys don't do this. The guys with the white trucks. How come it's always you brown guys? And I don't mean that racially. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't
3: get wow. Oh, boy. The whole apart. If that's your trailer so, joke, we're in trouble.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was shocking to me. <laughs> that that joke that's was Tom crazy. Hanks. Obviously, Tom Hanks. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. What the hell
1: Yeah we he's like a, a curmudgeon He's coming for
4: Clint Eastwood's gig
1: I was right, gonna say yeah. This is a lot like uh, what? What's that called? Yeah what's Grumpy Old Torino. racist. Yeah, Gran yeah,
4: I mean like every yeah. Clint Eastwood movie After Dirty Harry yeah, yeah. You know? Holy
1: uh, crap. Wow. I, we didn't get that far in the trailer last week. So that was... A,
3: <laughs> that <laughs> was <really laughs> I, I've heard it. it a bunch because they, they play it on like, football games and stuff. And it's oh, just yeah. like, oh, that joke Is again.
4: that the demographic for this movie? Football Pro- fans?
3: I guess like old people who watch CBS, <laughs> like their morning, you know, not the Fox ones, not Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> like, just the three... Like right. Four old guys.
1: Right. Oh yeah, those like off-brand sports panels are so funny.
3: Yeah, like there's Boomer Esiason in there. He still hasn't converted still to wearing there. sneakers with his suit. Like even all the other old <laughs> guys, like Phil <laughs> Simms and stuff, they got the sneakers on. He's oh, you're to, like, saying
1: like that's the trend. Like you better get on board.
3: Yeah, like he's the only suit. guy left. There's no other guy That's on TV so that
1: still wears shoes with the That's suit. That's really funny. My dad would be stoked about that.
0: <laughs> we like that? used to
1: laugh at my dad like in the in the like early nineties, because he was the type that was just like the suit wasn't fitting him right, and then he didn't want to wear the uncomfortable shoes and all right. that. He started wearing black Michael Air Jordans. Which honestly, wow. like if you saw those Jordans now. You'd be you like, oh, those are like the prized Jordans. Like those nah. are the year. He just wore them to be like black sneakers that were to comfortable. Be comfortable. And we always laugh because like in his mind, he just thought that that would fool people into thinking that those were like black
3: dress <laughs> shoes. He didn't know that people are noticing them because right. they're Jordans.
1: <laughs> or just because like, like any sneaker suit. I'll be down, I'll be down
3: suit. low key with these Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, an old guy doesn't know. He just thinks they're sneakers. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Billy Joel started that, I think, uh, way back uh-huh. in the day. Wow. Phil Collins, Billy Joel, those are the first guys to appear on stage in a suit with sneakers, as far as I know. Wow. That's some deep David history.
4: Byrne? I'm sure he did that some David David, but
3: they were actually, like, before... David Byrne would be barefoot, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, like, that makes, that's more He would Bryan. have some, like, custom-made shoe from Soho or something. <laughs> Let's argue about David <laughs> footwear. Um, no, but yeah, they brought that along. And uh, it's exciting to hear your dad was in on that trend.
1: Well, yeah, it was way before it was a, tre- a trend. It was a kind of like a laughing stock at the time. And then now, now he's circled back. You know
3: what, Brent? Most innovators are.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's ahead of his time.
3: What's he doing now? Yeah. I'm going to get on it.
1: Oh, man, it's shorts all year round. I know that, you know, he's got his New Balance on, the crinkled up socks, you know, um, an old shirt, like with probably a hot dog on it. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. All right, send me some pics.
3: (laughs) Start (laughs) pulling some pieces out of my collection.
1: All right, coming in at number three. Number three, Megan. Yeah. Do you want to see? Yes.
4: since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan.
3: Who? I'm
2: Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Megan, go
1: It's so that funny that like that you're supposed to buy in to the idea that the doll isn't scary immediately. Right, like right, right. The first scene, you're supposed to just be like, oh, this is a nice, cute, inviting doll. Yeah, it's doll. not a
3: weird replacement doll or, you know, it's not yeah. like a <laughs> it's horrifying murder. I love also, too, that the woman dreamed, when she, ever since she was a kid, she dreamed of a toy that would protect her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like... Wouldn't you want parents to do that for you? She dreamed of a toy that could only exist in 2023 with right. AI technology. Exactly, <laughs> it's like on Shark Tank when they try to bullshit their backstory. Right. I always wanted a, a nut and oats bar that tasted like <laughs> yeah. dirt. So I thought, how could
4: I make that? <laughs> That's my That's entire so life, true. I was raised that uh, food tastes good, and I've always dreamed for food to taste <laughs> not good.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have what you all seen shark By the way, I
0: haven't
4: uh, no, seen it heard yet. It,
1: heard it's fantastic. It's great. It's, great. it's great. you liked it.
4: Oh man, it's. So I heard fun.
1: it was way darker than it is campy. Like people almost lies, it to lies liars.
4: It's campy. It's straight up funny. It's hysterical. Okay, cool. There's some moments that are you're like, oh shit, but. You should go to yeah. the movies, people. It's just a fun. It's one of those movies that, like, the theatrical experience of laughing at the same thing. It's like watching yeah. cats. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like the audacity that these people <laughs> had of making this yes. movie.
3: It's great. I love like it. A cult film, almost. Absolutely. Awesome. That's cool. Hey, shout out to Brian from AMC. He sent over. Uh, I got a year free of movies coming. Hey, you wow. go see any movies? Hey. Meet up. Brian. back. Out. Brian. Shout out to AMC who's fought their way through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. If you had anything to do with Wall Street bets or anything. Yeah. You know, you were watching that AMC stock and congratulations <laughs> on them for weathering the storm and keeping uh, places open. That was so the only one that kind
1: of made sense to me out of all those Wall Street bets shenanigans. Yeah. It's like AMC does seem like it'll come back, you know, post-pandemic.
3: Right. I heard well, that uh, Tom...
4: About uh, the Nicole just, Kidman ad that changed the world forever. Uh, changed oh,
3: changed the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how's that doing at the box office? It's got to be number one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. She's doing number one pre
3: rolls. She got
4: hired to do another one of these, but I'm thinking like, what is she going to do to top you can't this top ad? That.
3: Yeah, yeah, you can't put like There's no back. way. Yeah,
1: it's gonna yeah, be. You can't do that.
3: They love sequels, man. They even got to do a sequel to it. <laughs> You're right. It's insane. I'm looking forward, though, to hearing how, you
1: know, forced the sequel to uh, Heartbreak Feels Good in a place like this, like that line. You know she's going to look straight at the camera and that uh, that's just been overwritten, you know, a thousand times. It's, it's not going to hit as hard.
3: Right. Yeah, it's too self, you know. Yeah. aware.
1: All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish.
4: Cats <laughs> have nine lives.
2: Watch, watch, watch. Plus, I think you said they have it too high. Now I am on my last life. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Holy legend tells of a wishing star of a single wish waiting to be granted. Kitty of I need your help. Is the great boots asking-
3: This cat is, uh, he's getting old, but he's back out there. This is like the wild hogs of animated cats. <laughs> the
2: wild hogs!
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's out. He's out. I could just see them just ripping off the script of Wild Hogs and just replacing yeah. the movie with Puss in Boots specifics.
3: Yeah, oh my kids God. won't know. Kids yeah. won't know.
4: It's sort of like what was that movie that was Blazing Saddles for kids? Do you oh, know what uh, I'm talking about?
1: Uh, Pause of Steam Oh or uh, Destiny or... that sounds oh, familiar. Like two years ago or something. Yes,
4: yes, exactly.
1: We Pause of Fury.
4: Pause of there theory, you the go. legend of Hank.
1: The legend
3: of Hank. Oh it is God. literally
4: blazing saddles for kids.
3: Interesting. Um, with, a, with a lot of racist jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Except instead of races, it's animals.
3: Oh, right on. Yeah, they get away with that.
1: Yeah. You can make it's fun, it's fun of another species. species without a problem. <laughs> um all right, coming in at number one. Number one. Avatar, the way um, of water. Oh yeah. Aquatar, as we call
3: it. Aquatar, the spray of water. Have you checked this one out? I haven't seen Uh, it. Now that I got my AMC card, I (laughs) will go see it. But I might see it in two installments. I feel like this should have been, uh, you know, (laughs) two movies, break it up, too long. Is it long? Yeah, I think it's like two forty-five or something. Why? I think it's like three forty. Why? I don't. What? I, I gotta look. It I know. Up. Yeah, way way too. Long. You There's try to talk like James. Five try to talk James Cameron out of not using some of his footage. You know, it's that like tough deal. It's so funny. I saw that little like blurb
1: from James Cameron. Oh yeah, it's three hours and twelve minutes. How?
3: My gosh! Why? Nuts! Why are that's we doing even this? Too long when you cut it in half, almost. Right.
1: Someone was asking him if he has any qualms about spending all of his energy on Avatar films and like not other stories or other things he's been known for. And he said, he said that the world of Avatar, he can tell everything, every story he wants within that world, which really surprised
3: me. (laughs) Like, I don't know how much... He plans to do with it, but that's so odd to me. Yeah, how are you going to do the Wild West on that? All of a sudden, they right. cowboy hats and <laughs> shit. <laughs> how are you going to do the Titanic again? But uh, yeah, and if it takes you ten years to make one movie, you're you're not telling a whole bunch of stories. You're telling, you know, right.
4: That's true. It's so interesting to me because to me Avatar seems, and I don't want to offend any Avatar freaks out there, but to me Avatar seems like such a joke. Yeah. And yet, it is the number one movie.
3: Yeah. I think it's because it's just so stunning visually that it's mm. luring people into yeah. the theater because it's like, oh, I can't get this at home. Like, this is going to be cooler than right. what I can already see. So no one's
4: see. going in for the story of uh, wherever the Pandora.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I... I, I Self-admittedly, like this more than most people do. Just like the story of <laughs> Avatar, but I never was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get to Pandora." I think, like, see Pandora. <laughs> yeah, I just I like the idea of it. Yeah, they even, do try-
1: feel like a little bit like they are tech demonstrations that yes. people just want to go see. Yeah, absolutely. Which is valid. Like I kind of miss. That like that used to be a big part of movie going. I feel like we're just like, yeah. oh, T two, you got to see the special effects. True. Like, go right? Ahead. For me, it was when, Final
4: Fantasy: The Spirit Within.
3: Oh wow! Oh really? I was like,
4: oh my gosh! None of them are real people. It's all CGI. <laughs> yeah, the movie was terrible, though.
3: <laughs> Wasn't there like seven of those movies? I don't know actually. Which one was fun? Fi- you know, well, there's a billion of the games. I know that it bombed terribly,
4: so I can't possibly imagine them making more than one final fantasy movie
3: yeah hey you know speaking of which like on netflix they said a lot of series are bombing on there because of a self-fulfilling cancellation thing did you guys see that okay no i I didn't i didn't read too deep about it but basically they're saying is that netflix has canceled so many shows that have cliffhangers that the audience will hold off on watching the first season of a series because they think, oh, it might get canceled. They might not make the second season. Yeah, Whoa. so then they hold off on watching it, and it's low rated, and then they cancel it. So it's like a self fulfilling wow. cancelization cancelization loop. That makes perfect sense, though. Yeah,
1: I mean, like they've they've they're just so cancel happy over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and people like, don't want to
4: get invested. You can't blame
3: audiences. Yeah, and then if and you the think psychology
4: of, like, of that is so interesting to yeah. me. Yeah.
3: Yeah, what like we, what's the solution? It's a yeah, that's like a broken system, you know, that's that's yeah, all yeah. it is. Yeah, so they're gonna have to think of something or just guarantee two seasons or not do cliffhangers. Or I don't know, it seems like ever since Lost, there has yeah. been like uh <laughs> trepidation, like oh, if I get right. really invested, is it gonna be worth it? Right. And then this makes the barrier even higher, like wow, there's not even gonna be a second season.
1: It's true, stuff. I guess you got to get back into just like anthology stuff.
3: Or like self-contained Ooh. episodes. Yeah. Or re wa- rewatched the, the Wire or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, the Wire becomes good. the number one show of all
1: time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kate Bush. I've been watching um, Walking Dead for the first time ever. Just because really? like I'm by myself holed up in these weird motel rooms and it's like I, I get like an hour to spare. And I'm just like, I'm never, I never watched that. I never watched a single episode and it's all on Netflix. Like- why not? I'll just zombie things don't seem like, you know, I, I, I was kind of like over it before I started it, but then now I'm kind of into it. I like it. So what season uh, are
4: you? uh wa-
1: I'm in right four now. already. Damn. Ah. But you know what? It's so much better. I'm so glad I'm doing it this way rather than week to week, mm. like uh, original airing. Yeah. Binging makes perfect sense in this, this way. Cause like, I don't think each episode is strong enough to be like good point. It's not know, like, if, like breaking if I had dead, just wow. seen that one episode, I would have been like, Oh, that not that much happened, but just right. taking a whole season in like one swoop. It's great. Makes I the, think that lead like, guy
3: is kind of like, I know who that voice is in your head. You were talking about the Pesh mode. You don't know who that voice is. that's the lead guy that Rick (laughs) no no that lead guy I know that you can relate to that voice in his head that's
1: (laughs) your voice (laughs) yeah (laughs) as he's getting like psychosis (laughs) yeah yeah I mean
3: he's closed in everybody's a zombie Mm -hmm. around him. yeah it's just like podcasting (laughs) Hey, but uh, at least people are going to the theaters. We're excited about that. And we'll be right back with the Hot Picks.
0: I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear. So I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows.
3: The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is the Hot Picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a Hot Pick, and let's see who did not. The Hot Picks. (laughs) The hot picks. These are the hot picks. Let's see if we did better than Shazam. That's <laughs> <a> like <lot> <laughs> I sure hope we did.
1: I hope so. Alright, coming in <laughs> at number five. Number five. This is Oscar's first pick of two. This is uh new jeans with Ditto.
4: I just say it
2: i no so say to
3: That's I'm one of those a, songs. that's super quiet, but it, it, like you could see people dancing real hard. Hell to it. yeah,
4: yeah! It's got I bounce it. to it, which is really cool. Yeah,
3: when I was searching
1: for it in YouTube, like a lot of the the suggestions were dance related. Like, are a lot of people choreographing their own dances to this?
4: Oh yeah, like I mean, like the thing about new jeans, right? I, I'm obsessed. K-pop is like one th- the stories behind K-pop and how how K-pop bands are made or is so fascinating to me because okay. it's like all machine, like it's like a machine essentially. Right. Um, yeah. And new jeans is interesting. Cause they're sort of like the newest, biggest act right now and they're all super young, but their aesthetic is Y2K. Yeah. Um, so their sound is really like Y2K, like drum 99, and bass kinda, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's
1: how me, a lot of like, K-pop sounds to me. It's like around. They, that don't time. Us,
3: they don't usually. A lot of time have that kind of beat to it, you right. know. Like, the, it's more poppy.
1: So
4: typically, the cool thing about, I mean, the cool thing about this song is that a lot of K-pop acts acts right now is like very bombastic and loud. There's mm. a lot of like, um, like Skrillex inspired sort of like uh, heavy beat drops and stuff. Yeah. But with New Jeans, it's a lot. It's, like, subtler, and everything feels like American, like, 2000s uh, R&B. Okay. Like, early Ariana Grande. Right, I could hear that. It's it's interesting. They're And they're all, like, the oldest member of that group is, like, 18 years old.
3: And how many of them are there?
4: There's five of them.
3: Oh, that's not too many. I mean, usually there's, no. like, seven or something.
4: Yeah, like, my favorite K-pop group is Twice, and there's nine of them.
3: Damn. Yeah, I like Blackpink because there's only four of them. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I could do. I could get two Blackpinks out of that. (laughs) You could. (laughs) But now BTS, they had seven. Now they got mm -hmm. six. Oh, they lost. There's one one group with. Sugar. I think
4: 13 members, 17, has oh 13, God. which is very confusing. I just think um,
3: about
1: all those paychecks. Like, you got to pay all those members. I know. The, the, yeah. But also, do do that?
3: as as like the corporate entity, you can't have any one performer hold you up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if, like you know, when Jimmy Fallon became <laughs> yeah. a big star, they just gave right. him all this stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: they can so, go I got 16 other guys
3: right here who are yeah. just as eager as you are just as talented I got Jimmy from Monster X coming over on. It's like, <laughs> y'all right. sound
4: like y'all sound like P. Diddy and making the band yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> right you know? we should we should go to uh, Seoul and take over
4: we'll yeah. show you how to do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god I would love to see y'all make a k-pop group yeah <laughs>
3: I, would I wouldn't even that. know how to go about it like you'd have to um, you'd have to buy a hotel first just to house everybody right like, you know what I mean just feeding everybody would be like a yeah. major thing yeah. every day
1: it seems pretty brutal to me like I wouldn't be surprised if you know stories come out in a few years oh yeah you know where it's just like oh Joe the, Jackson, the grind you know the way. oh they, yeah they, they grind the stories have already come out down. the thing
4: is yeah. like the K-pop culture is so ingrained in Korean culture like there's like Kids go to idol school after school to train to be members of potentially a K-pop Oh, wow. Wow. So it's just part of their culture. It's wild. There's nothing like that in in the U.S.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's why you would think, you know, they have so many. Like, we produce football players. No other country does. That's true. NFL. And then they got all every kid's thinking about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm
1: I'm in the motel right now, and on Sunday night, My next door neighbors were singing karaoke in their room. So I think it's spreading. I think people are.
3: I think that culture is coming in. You got your Spanktravision on the TV. You forgot to turn that off. (laughs) I really, I really couldn't believe that. That might be too too old a reference. Do you know about Spanktravision? Yeah, I do. I don't. Uh, Okay. What? I don't know it. Okay. Spectravision was like. The porn at hotel rooms. Oh, of course. I thought you
1: said. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said spank vision Yeah, yeah I, th- yeah. I I took that literally. <laughs> right. On. Uh, SpectroVision, revision. Yeah. No, I just couldn't believe that they were doing that on a Sunday night, like 10 p.m.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Not on the Lord's day in a motel. Yeah, seriously. In a motel. Yeah. No good. They're drunk <laughs> from watching <the> playoffs. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, coming in at number four. Number four. Uh, This is my first pick. This is the band Slift, and uh, the song is called Unseen. It's a heavy one.
4: I love this part.
3: Yeah, they're a good band. That reminds me of like Jesus and Mary Chain or something. It's like you get—it's a lot going on, production-wise. Yeah, it's very
1: drenched. Like there's mm. si- there's just behind walls of reverb, but it creates a cool sound.
4: Mm. Tell me about this band. What's their deal?
1: Uh, they're on Sub Pop. Um. I don't really know much about their background other than my friend uh, tipped me off to them a few years ago, and it was like a good kind of psychedelic, uh, heavy stoner rock kind of thing. Let me look up where they're
3: from. Oh, it says here they grew up in a reverb pedal factory. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
1: can't take the band out of the reverb pedal factory <laughs>
2: <No>. Yeah. <laughs> their DNA
1: yeah. <laughs> um, They're from France Oh wow They're French yeah, They're a French rock band
4: Alright international
1: And they got brothers in the band too Oh shit <laughs> French brothers
3: It's hey like the French Oasis I love Phoenix, (laughs) uh, France. They need to give us another band. So maybe it's them. Maybe it's Mm. uh, Slift. What
4: was the last great band to come out of France?
3: I think it's Phoenix. Mm. I I really love Phoenix. I love everything they do. But um, before them, I mean, it's probably, uh, is Justice? Or no, uh, No, Gojira? I think Gojira is French, right? You know, the DJs with the space Yeah,
4: Justice is French. Yeah, they're French, I believe.
3: Uh, But I mean, that's, um, but who am I thinking of? They're Daft huge. Punk, yeah, Daft Punk. They're Daft French, Punk. or maybe not, maybe Justices. There's also Air. <laughs> oh, Air, Air is great. yeah, there you go. Uh, um, yeah, yeah France, Eves, or uh, what's his name? What's that guy? Serge Gainsbourg. Oh, right, big yeah. Gerard
1: Depardieu, <laughs> He's great love his music, his uh, Jeez. yeah, his psychedelic stuff. <laughs> 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 Um okay coming in at where we are number 3 number 3 this is Oscar's second pick this is Caroline Polachek with Sunset That's cool. Great licks. The music sounds a little like a like video game music, which I like. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Like it sounds like you'd be on a desert level hey, or something. Yeah, yeah. You're
4: right. To me Boy I left. love this song because it's to me giving uh Eurovision Vibes, Eurovision Song Contest, which is my obsession. I've watched during the pandemic. My pandemic hobby was watching every single Eurovision Song Contest since its inception in 1956 all the way to 2020. Wait, how
3: much uh, like how long does it take to watch one year?
4: I mean, it depends. Now it's a four hour event. But it started with, it was like a uh, hour and a half. There were like 15 wow. songs. That's
3: a podcast. You should do that as a I've podcast. I've
4: been thinking. Thank you. Really? Okay, great. Okay, That's a great idea. It, yeah. I've been thinking about it for the longest time. And I'm like, Ameri- America's don't really know about Eurovision. And I'm telling you, it is
3: You'd be truly incredible. incredible. And uh, there's great stories each year, like the Absolutely. personal. And uh, what's your favorite year?
4: Ooh, mm. that's a good one. 2019 was a fantastic year. The best year I'm going to say is 1991 cuz it was the most chaotic Eurovision to ever happen. It was mm-hmm. the second time there was a tie and the way that they did it was so insane how they broke the tie it was so wild because instead penalty of penalty kicks? I'm sorry?
1: <laughs> Penalty kicks?
2: <laughs> <P>. I <wish. laughs> yeah. No,
1: but
4: like in 1968, there was a four-way tie, which was insane. And they just gave them all the win. But in 1991, there was a two-way tie between uh, France and Sweden. And they were like, well, we can't have another tie. We can't give it to the uh, both of them. So they did this weird thing of like whoever got the most 12 point votes wins and they both had the same amount and they were like okay whoever got the most 10 point wins and Sweden beat just wow. beat out France ah. on, and so Sweden won.
1: That's crazy. Wow. So the voting is like strict. It's
4: very strict. Like, very strict. Yeah
3: like World Cup. Yeah, yeah they take it real serious. I, I really think that would be fascinating because like it is a mystery to most Americans. Just they they've probably you know it hasn't been on their radar for their whole lives. Right. But it is emerging now. Didn't they try to do a TV show here where? Yeah, they it was did. like the they states did an versus each song other contest. Yeah. yeah, hosted
4: by Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> 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 uh, and it didn't do well. No one cared.
1: So what, they, what year did you say it started? 56?
4: 1956,
1: Yeah. Wow. What
3: kind of music were they doing? Oh, like you know what? Batman. I know. I know this answer. Okay. Okay. Um, Tell me if I'm right, Oscar. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) ABBA was kind of innovative in the song contest because they have these things called schlagers or something, Schlagens, (laughs) which is literally translated means hit song. And they were those kind of beer drinking. They sound like German, Swedish ski alp songs. And then ABBA was the one to kind of turn it into a modern pop thing, right? Right,
4: right. I mean, ABBA won uh, 1974 with Waterloo and it elevated, it like changed, it changed the music industry entirely because before ABBA, uh, Eurovision Song Contest was really about the songwriting Mm-hmm. And not about the song. And then suddenly ABBA shows up and not only makes it about the artist, but the presentation of the song as well. Mm, right. And it changed the, pre- anyway, whatever. And it became like a, that's huge fascinating.
3: Hit. Yeah.
4: But back in the 60s, 60- fifties, it was like these like che- cheery little ballads, you know, the first one was like a, like a, just a sweet, a sweet little fifties ballad. It's it, yeah. very reminiscent of like, um, uh, when you wish upon a star by, uh, the, the Pinocchio. Song, right. You know? right, oh, right. Okay.
3: Like theatrically, Yes, yes. That's That's so interesting. I'm just, I'm like
4: upset. I'm obsessed. But anyway, this song, I heard it and I was like, this is, this feels like an Eastern European entry in the 2004 Eurovision Song Contest. It's crazy. (laughs) And it's so intricate. It's like a really cool song. And I music doesn't sound like this nowadays. It just doesn't. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool anyway, and I love well, that's right. cool.
3: I, I, I I'm telling you, your enthusiasm about that would really translate. Ooh, I mean, I'm even dang. interested now. Like, did the record companies try to place bands in that contest because they know it'll be so much bigger? Like, how organic is it? Like, yeah. I mean, it's ah, it's, it's made really some, interesting.
4: Celine Dion came from the Eurovision Song Contest. Really? And even that was a big deal because she won. She won well, the she 1988 did? song contest. Wow. But she's French Canadian. She's from Canada. But um, Switzerland hired her to sing, and people were pissed because they were like, um, she's not Swiss. And she won by one point, and it changed her career, made her a big star. (laughs) So... Wow.
3: That's amazing. Yeah. That's it. That happens with the world cup too, where a guy's like only like he was born in a certain country, but then he hadn't been there in 20 years, but then he can't get on in his home own home country. So he goes plays yeah. for the other one. Really Fascinating. Cool. That's I mean, really cool. Thanks for bringing that in. Oh, of course. All right. Coming in at number two,
1: number two. Um, This one is a slight plug because I mastered this track. Really? It's my, bu- my buddy's band in um, Austin, uh, your old stomping grounds. <laughs> um, the band is called Wake Party. Okay. And uh, they're great. And they just released this single. Uh, Sweet. Called uh, Cowboy Killer. Here we go. Ooh.
3: nice start right there (laughs) you hear that one db on the chorus oh nice (laughs) holy shit i thought you were gonna go five megahertz there (laughs) you went three Nice. That is a smooth mastering job ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Thank you I hot. felt the big bottom yeah, it's a I hot didn't one. lose no, the highs yeah. Ooh. yeah
1: you That's heard c- the balance there And the, the frequencies And the little notches I took out Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I You're heard some kind bad of incredible notes incredible at
4: what you do Brent
1: yeah, <laughs> Thank you You know I'm doing the same thing to your voice right now And you don't even know
4: <laughs> oh, Thank you <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of voice Who's the lead singer of that? The voice was unbelievable
1: He's got a really good voice I actually don't know the singer I know the drummer He's a old old buddy of mine We used to play music together Great drummer uh, the, I'm totally impressed by the singer
2: Because mm-hmm. I,
1: I really believe singers just like make or break the whole thing Uh, and, uh, I like it, especially in like a rock band like that. You know, it's like, it's so easy to sound like everything else or to just sound cringy or whatever. And and he sounds great. That
3: sounded clean. It sounded live. It sounded immediate. (laughs) I did. It did. No, it did. I mean, I love Austin. I'm rooting for those guys already.
1: Hell yeah. Um, all right. Coming in at, uh, what was that? Number that two. was number that two. That was two. All right, coming in, number one. Ooh. Number uh, one. We finally get to uh HM
3: Kramer's pick. This is, this Bell is, Bell is B- Sebastian. <gasps> I call him I call him um BS Music Factory. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the hashtag trending, everybody. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Bell and Sebastian, so in the moment. This came out four days ago.
2: Oh cool.
3: This is wonderful Yeah This is a great the word for it's like it. the kinks. Yeah, I feel like that too. Or like that pre psychedelia. Uh hey, you know, yes. before psychedelia came in, there was like that pre stuff that was kind of jangly and stuff. <laughs> right.
1: It really reminds me, of, yeah, of the kinks of like yeah. Hermit's Hermits. Pre design. Like, if oh, you feel know that but it's, it's sophisticated. I like, yeah. like how it how it would like change around and skip a beat here and there. And also sounds
4: so balanced predictable. they haven't l- lost their vibe
1: at all.
3: That's really yeah. good um and that was mastered by start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I mastered the whole chart. <laughs> no, that was good. Uh yeah, I like that one. Check out the album if you get a chance. It's got some good tracks on it.
4: Ooh, they're so oh, I love I love them so freaking much. And it's you know, it's like when a great band that you love makes new music, there's always that moment of like is this going to be good or am I going to have yeah, to be right. embarrassed for them? And yes, they sound incredible. Ah, oh, great song.
1: Great pick. When did Does, they like come out? Like, because I think I missed the boat when they were first. Oh,
3: uh, it was like when, when, what was that radio station that used to be out here? It was, they were like KCRW? Or no, it was like a commercial station that played. I don't know. That's a dumb reference, but I guess it was like, <laughs> it feels like 12, 15 years ago, maybe. That, they had okay. their the height yeah. of their power. Um, yeah, a fun, ba- a quality band, you know, for all the ooh, hype ooh. and everything. Good stuff. Hey Oscar, does there, does people know that you know this much about music, or do you keep it under wraps? Or oh, I don't know. Um,
4: yeah, I don't really talk about music. That I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of. I mean, you know a lot. I mean, especially I love for music.
3: someone related to comedy. I mean, you're upper echelon that is
4: okay that is truly huge coming from you I mean you are literally the expert so
3: thank you I I didn't know about uh, new (laughs) jeans
4: now you know now you know
3: Yeah. now this was really fun really great Uh, yeah thanks for coming in what a treat thank you so much for having me oh yeah everybody also remember to check out Minks on uh, Stars and uh, anything else you want to send them over to
4: no, I mean, you can follow me on social media at Ozzy Mo, Ozzymo, O Z Z Y M O, on Instagram and Twitter.
3: Awesome. All right.
1: You, Start. You see. Oh. Uh, you can see Oscar and I make up songs together on Play It By Ear. That's right. On yeah. uh, Dropout TV. Okay. Um, that was a ton of fun. Really? And, uh, fun. H- hoping for like a season two there. And oh, um, cool. check out Comedy Bang Bang World, of course, and Who Charted Pod where you can support this show and get uh, two charted every single week where Howard and I talk after the charts.
3: Yeah, and we've been doing a whole to... slew of escape tunes, so check those out. <laughs> That's right. Also check out Drop Day Duel and Griff Tourse with Megan Beth Keister, and we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted? charted.